Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. On this episode, we're going to talk about the Astros and the Guardian series, but we can't do it without my boy Tom. Tom, what's up, buddy? Good afternoon, Rob. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is a two-for-one special here. You get Astros Baseball Podcast. You get Astros and aneurysms, and there might be an aneurysm or two talking about this Guardian series. We're going to break it down. Here we go. All right. Before we get started, I just wanted to tell you this. I don't know if you're aware, but Oklahoma Sooners women won their third straight College World Series. I just want to throw that out there, folks, in case you didn't know. I know you don't care, but I do. I don't have anything. I don't even, I don't watch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't watch women's softball. I know Oklahoma is very good. Uh, I want to say the Longhorns are all right, but. I work nights and I missed it all. Oof, that's tough. All right, so uh, let's talk about this game, buddy. Game one, it was Christian Javier. And I know everybody knows listening, we lost the series, okay? We all know this. But we could have won this game. We could have won this one. Let's get into it. Top of the first. Jose Abreu, three-run home run, his second home run of the year. Dubon and Bregman came in to score. Astros up three to zero. Top of the second, Dubon grounded out. Pena scored, and the Astros are up four to zero. Looking good to start the series with the Guardians. Absolutely. You feel like with four runs, Christian Javier is just going to have all the run support he needs to do his thing. Very rare to see him ever need more than four or get more than four. So you feel really great at this point. So the Guardians added a run in the bottom of the third to make it four to one. Top of the fifth, Bregman had an RBI double, brought in Jose Altuve, and we're cruising up five to one. But in the bottom of the fifth, an RBI double, RBI double, and a sack fly. All of a sudden, you got a whole new game at five to four. Yeah, and and it just it got away quick, didn't it? It just seemed like everything was moving really good, and then all of a sudden, boom! It's a ball game again, and you're like, "Where'd that run? Where'd that five run lead go?" Uh, I I know me personally, I was out at the bar having a couple of drinks, watching the game with a bunch of friends, and we we had all the emotions. We went from you know incredibly high, you can't stop this team. Here they go, they're back to to being the the Stros that we've come and love. To what the hell is going on with Christian Javier? Yeah, so he leaves the game five five to four. Montero comes in, gives up a home run to Ramirez, and we are tied at five. Yiner Diaz had a sack fly in the top of the eighth. He brought in Chaz. We take the lead back. Presley comes in in the ninth and gives up an RBI double to Naylor. We are tied. We're going to extra innings. We haven't talked about this too much here on the podcast, but what are your thoughts now that we're like a year and a half into – the ghost runner thing. It doesn't really bother me. I'm I'm with you too. It doesn't bother me. I don't like it. I feel like teams are basically asked to do a lot with that. And this game really kind of played it out. Once we, once we get into it, you're really asked to really have a really deep bullpen or I don't know. It just feels really tough. Like you lose your closer, you go into extras and then this guy's on second base, and the the stress you put on a bullpen is just so much. I get it. It's the idea is to end the game faster, 
but I don't know if it necessarily makes the game better, if that makes sense. After Presley came out, Mayton went in, and then the Magic Man finished the game. But let's get to the 12th. Tucker RBI single. We take the lead. They take it. They they tie it back up. Top of the 13th. Dubon RBI single. They tie it back up. 14th. Tucker RBI single. We were up nine to eight. And then Cleveland had two doubles in a row. They scored two runs and they win 10 to nine. Javier, five innings, seven hits, and four runs, three walks, and only two strikeouts. Not really a Christian Javier type day. Not at all. It really, uh, I guess, I guess everybody's due to have a bad day at the office every once in a while. This was definitely his. I know that there are some guys on that lineup that can really hurt you, but you just didn't feel like Christian Javier was going to have this kind of struggling performance against the Guardians. You felt like that, yeah, there was a couple guys he needed to navigate. J-Ram, Naylor, uh, Brennan, who who I think did pretty well. But other than that, you, you look at the rest of this lineup, you go, Miles Straw? Miles Straw is not supposed to be able to do anything against this guy. <laughs> and it just it blew my mind. It was it was really wild. Uh, credit to the Astros for coming back. I mean, they took the lead every time there was a tie game. Took the lead, took the lead. I think it was three times in a row. So it, it was it was a bit of a, a, a gut punch as far as the loss goes. That's definitely a game you kind of see in the beginning feeling like a win. And then every time they took the lead, it felt like a win. And it just was not meant to be. We have the ghost runner and the 10th in the 11th inning. Both teams failed to score runs, so there was opportunity definitely to win this game. Uh, Naris didn't give up any runs. Presley had a blown save, a hit, a run, a walk, a strikeout. Presley's not the Presley of old. We kind of talked about that earlier while we were watching the game on the relevant app. I'm I'm not confident with this guy going into the playoffs. I mean, last year was a different story. Hopefully he can work things out. I don't know. I disagree with you there. I think this guy's proven. I mean, he's converted. I want to say, what is it? 11 of 12 up to that point. So I really feel like Presley's a guy that he's, he's got to be allowed to, to blow a save here or there. Guys do it. So this is the first real hiccup that we've seen from him. So I feel like Presley's not the problem. There are problems everywhere else. It's not Presley. We got a comment, MZMZ, on the relevant app. Definitely need to add an arm in the bullpen. I'll take Aroldis. Is Aroldis that Chapman? Chapman? Yes. Aroldis Chapman has looked really good for Kansas City. I definitely think there's going to be a market for him. He's taken a couple of miles off of his fastball and gained some control. Control was the issue. So it's weird to say, but I feel like Kansas City's fixed him. I don't know what it was, but... As a lefty, too, he would definitely look like a guy that would be a problem for a Yankees team like MZMZ's talking about. Yeah, I th- I could think of no greater. <laughs> uh, That'd be uh, awesome. Kind of like sticking the, the the shooting the bird at him. Be like, oh, oh yeah, we'll take Chapman and and Ku to uh to get out of an inning in a playoff series. So Seth went three and a third, gave up four hits and four run. Only one was earned. Because he walked three guys. Four strikeouts. He takes the loss. ERA at 4-10. Dubon, two for seven, two RBIs. Altuve, two for seven. He scored three runs. Tucker, two for six. Abreu, two for seven. He drove in three. Pena had a four-hit night. Diaz, one for three. 
with an RBI. The Astros had nine runs, uh, 15 hits. This is crazy. I mean, you don't see these numbers very often unless it's a 14-inning game. Six for 28 with runners in scoring position, and they left 14 on base. Very skewed, but like I said at the beginning, we lost the series, but we could have won this. We could have won this easily, I think. Yeah, yeah, that game definitely getting away kind of, I don't want to say it set the tone, but it made you feel uneasy about the rest of the series. You think Christian being the second ace should get it done, especially with the, the run support that he got. And then it didn't happen. So then you're kind of like moving forward going, all right, now what? And uh, MZMZ, another comment in the chat, talking about Aroldis Chapman, can't get Altuve out, so might as well join him. I mean, I've seen it. We've seen it uh, other times with other clubs. Why not the Astros taking a page out of that book and bringing in a guy that, you know, pitched for one of their rivals? I think that'd be great. All right, so if you guys aren't on the Relevant app, we are going live here. You can watch the podcast live on the Relevant app because we have to do a podcast each week on there too. So we figured let's try it this way. All right, so game two is Mr. J.P. France. Top of the first, Bregman had an RBI single, brought in Altuve. Uh, Bray, you had a two-run homer, his third home run of the year. We're up three to zero. Jose Abreu, this is the one everyone's, this is the Jose Abreu everyone's been waiting for. Absolutely. Uh, the first homer he hit was an opposite field shot. And, and I think that that is something that I thought to get right, he needed to start going the other way. So credit to him for, for elevating a ball the other way and just getting the monkey off of his back a little bit. You can tell he's really been pressing uh, to begin the season with such a slow start. So this is a guy that I think, especially when we found out about Jordan Alvarez, was a dude that you circle on the lineup going, if this guy can get it going, that is somebody that can take up some of the slack, help. You know, I don't think one guy replaces Jordan Alvarez. It takes no, a village. Nobody can. Yeah, it exactly. takes a village, yes. So so between him, Tuck, Bregman, all these guys, if they can chip in a little bit more than they were before, that's where the offensive power is going to come from. And so far in this series, it had been – Jose Abreu with big RBI days. Naylor had an RBI single to make it three to one. Top of the fourth, Jake Myers, RBI double. Brought in Jolks. Dubon, RBI single. Brought in Jake. We're up five to one. Love the uh, contributions by Jake and Jolks. Absolutely. It's it's something that we did not see ourselves saying at the beginning of the season, that, that the Astros were going to depend heavily on Jake Myers and Corey Jolks. It was Chaz McCormick and David Hensley were the guys. So for these guys to come through and be big contributors on this team, you know, early on in the season, huge because so far offense had been such a struggle. Uh, another comment in the chat from MZMZ about Trevor Bauer being on a roster. I do believe that there is a potential for him being in conversations. I don't know uh, if he ends up, I mean, I know he struggled some, in the uh, KBO, right? Korean Baseball League that he's in? I thought he was in it, Japan. Or it, or maybe it's Japan. I'm sorry. Uh, whichever Asian league he's pitching in, <laughs> he was getting rocked. If Dallas wants to take a or if Arlington wants to take a run at him, a run at him, the Texas Rangers, they can have him. I would look forward to that. Uh, I just don't know. 
I don't think so. All right, where am I at here? Uh, bottom of the seventh, Ramirez had an RBI single. Naylor had an RBI single. Uh, that cuts the lead five to three. These two guys just doing damage for the Indians. And then here's Abreu, top of the ninth. RBI single brings in Dubon, makes it six to three, gives us an insurance run. Bottom of the ninth, Naylor had a sack fly, and that made it six to four, not floor, because I was going to say final at the same time. Six to four, that was your Final score, J.P. France, six and two-thirds, seven hits, three runs, six walks. What do you think about him throwing his six walks and six Ks? That's kind of odd. It is. It's a high number, especially for him. I know that the bullpen was taxed. I imagine that he was trying to do a little too much or 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 try to be a little too perfect because he knew they were going to ask him to go deep into this game. Um, uh, again, credit to him for being able to go six and two-thirds. Uh, I love the. Go ahead. What, what's amazing is he went into the seventh inning, one one out away from getting out of it, with six walks. That's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a big number. It's rare that you see a pitcher to go that deep with that many walks because the pitch count definitely gets elevated. But it worked out. It uh, it got dicey in the end. Abreu with a clutch single to uh, give that insurance run. Uh, can't say enough about Jose Abreu and what he meant to the Astros team the first two games of that series for him to be able to put up these RBIs and to hit these home runs. This is the guy that they went out and paid for. This is the guy that fans have been begging to see. And for him to do that, you know, by, by all accounts, they should have been going for a sweep today. Yeah, J.P. France picks up the win. He's now 2-1, 3.54 ERA. And that's what I said at the beginning. I mean, we had game one in control. CJ gave up those three runs, I think, in the sixth inning or the fifth inning. I think it was the fifth inning because he went five. And that was kind of the – that's what changed the game. Uh, Brian Abreu pitched an inning in the third, two hits and three strikeouts, no runs. Presley, one hit, one run, one strikeout. Gives up another run, but he gets save number 12. Dubon, two for five with an RBI. Altuve, two for four. Bregman, one for five with an RBI. Brian Abreu, nope. Jose Abreu, two for five with three RBIs. And Jake, I was going to say Jake Roberts. I don't know why I'm so confused today. Jake Myers, one for three with an RBI. I only put Jake on his all the time, so why I wanted to throw his last name in there, I have no idea. All right, I got something here for you for all you Maldi haters. It's Maldi watch. He he did catch the first two games, zero for seven. That is the reason that you have a for all the Maldi haters because there are far more zero for sevens than there are two for fours. What is his batting average right now? Do we know? Did he go I'm, back I'm, down below two hundred? He might. I am interested because we I need someone on the relevant app to look that up. Anyway, I'll start talking about Sunday while you look that up. I'm on it. Sunday, it was BLAC. The story of the day is the lineup. I think when everyone saw the lineup, I think at least me and I think maybe you and most people were like, all right, well, I don't I don't think the Astros care about winning this i know there's reasons you know Altuve didn't play there's built-in rest for him that we're off tomorrow 
Pena got hit in the leg. I think that's a good reason to set him. I think the only thing was uh, Salazar catching when you could have caught Diaz and DH'd uh, your boy Chaz. It, it just didn't look like a lineup that Dusty... It just doesn't look like a lineup that they wanted to win, and they didn't. They got blown out 5-0, to zero, no Jordan, no Altuve, no Pena, Salazar starting. Astros got four hits today, no runs. It was Bieber, but anyway, one for five runners in scoring position. They left six on base. I didn't even know they had six base runners on. We had a fun day today watching the game, but I don't know. I, I'm always trying to be optimistic when the game starts. I think we always have a chance to win. And we got it handed to us when we lost the series. Yeah, definitely uh, not the day we were hoping for. I know the lineup did not help anything. Uh, in the relevant chat, a bunch of great responses on what they thought we could do to uh, boost this lineup. If you were going to give out two of the day off, you could have found a way to DH him. I suggested maybe moving Breggs over to short. That way, allowing uh, Dubon to stay at second so you wouldn't have Greg Kessinger. Uh, in the lineup, congrats to him, by the way. He did get his first major league hit. I, I guess on some level, that's kind of nice. It's a, I, I don't want to call it a He was the lineup. Coach Rose winner of the day, <laughs> right? He, he, he did good. Yeah, yeah, I won't, I won't dog him. It's just, you, you needed so much more from this lineup going against a guy like Shane Bieber, who has Cy Young stuff in him. He's a former Cy Young winner. He was really, really good today. He got a little help from the umpires, as we pointed out on the relevant app. But 104 pitches, seven innings, the ace-type stuff, he really showed out. And uh, the lineup just, man, it frustrated me so bad. And then what made it worse was uh, Dusty's comments post-game, talking about, you know, the young kids really struggle with the slider from Shane Bieber and most young kids do struggle <laughs> with the slider from Shane Bieber. So if that's the case... Why on earth would we play all the young kids on Chain Bieber Day? Probably didn't need to do that. Probably could have found a way to get Chaz and Jose Altuve in the lineup if for only to DH to give your offense a fighting chance because you knew Jeremy Pena probably wasn't going to be in the lineup. He got hit the day prior. You knew you didn't have Jordan. You knew that your, your team was going to be struggling to provide offense. Speaking of struggling to provide offense, I have those Maldi numbers for uh -oh. you when you're ready. Uh, he was up to 216 at one time. Yes, I'm going to say 191. You'd be wrong. 184. <laughs> You'd be close. Maldi is batting 186. He wow. has a negative 0.3 war, which means that he is costing the Astros <laughs> third of a win every time he plays. His OPS is 53. OPS plus is 53. So Maldi is struggling. May Donaldo is what we called it because that was the month of Maldi. Is it was a great over. May. It was a great yes. May, May for me and Maldi. And now June is uh, fast June. and furious, and it's, and it's wearing him out. It is not June Donaldo. No, it is not. All right, buddy. We are going to take a quick break. The guys on the relevant app will get to see the magic behind the curtain here. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll take a look at the standings and tell you how, tell you where the Astros are in the baseball world 
look at the uh, pitching matchups. Not really the pitching matchups, but who's pitching for your Astros in the next series starting on Tuesday. And then we'll give out some hardware. Players of the series and Survivor. Tom's dominating me, but we'll give you the results and we will also give you our picks for this week. Now, I was confused because you did the last episode by yourself and I couldn't find the games that we picked, but it wasn't Thursday or Friday. The games were Monday. I was totally confused. So I got my pick. I hope you got your pick and I hope you got your final thoughts. Anyway, guys, we will be right back with more Astros baseball and Astros and aneurysms mix up, mix up here on Astros baseball. We're going to be right back, folks. I, I'm, I'm just, I can't talk today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right, guys, we are back. We are back. We are back. The Astros, 37 and 29. I did the math. I could be wrong. But they are on pace to win 90 games. It's always good to have a team that wins 90 games. But I think that's 90 and 72. That's not going to get it done. That's probably not going to get you in the playoffs. It's nice to win 90. It's better than losing 100. But it's okay. We're four and six in the last 10. We're five games behind Texas. It could be four and a half. I don't know if the game was over when I did the notes, but I know the Rays were beating them, right? The Rays ended up winning that game, 7-3. to three. All right, so maybe it is on there. But anyway, we can turn this around. The Astros are resting today. They're going to fly home. They're going to be at home in their own living rooms, in their own beds, relaxing, getting ready for the Washington Nationals. That's what we got coming up, folks. These are winnable series. After that, we got the Reds. Then we got the Mets, who are struggling. Let's look at the pitching matchups. It it lines up good for a comeback, let's win some games at home type series. Hunter Brown on Tuesday. Framber on Wednesday. Javier on Thursday. I've done it before. I'm going to do it again. That, my friend, is a sweep. Ah, Rob, I I love it when you do it, and I hate it when you do it because you it's just so hard to sweep baseball teams. Case in point, <laughs> the Washington Nationals, the next team the Houston Astros will play, we're playing the Atlanta Braves today, and I believe the Atlanta Braves were in line to sweep. Guess who won the game today? The Nationals. 
six to two. <laughs> they beat a, they they beat a pitcher that was undefeated with a two six nine ERA. They got it done. It's, all right. got, I, it's just it's just one of those things. Sweeps are hard to come by, man. I don't know where this confidence is coming from. Usually I'm pretty level-minded or level-headed, whatever you want to call it. But I like it when we have these three guys pitching. It just lines up perfect. And then we got the Reds this weekend with the bottom half, probably Belak, And I guess it's going to get back to Hunter Brown on Sunday, right? If they're going to do a five-man rotation. So Saturday, so. who would pitch Saturday? Belak? I think it would go Javier, then France, then Belak. That's my game. Belak against the Reds. That sucks. <laughs> For all you Belak fans, I'm so sorry that I said that. But anyway, yeah, we got the Reds next weekend. That's Father's Day weekend. I'll be there Saturday. So if anyone listening is going to be at the game, I will be there. Look me up. Nine games at home. It's not like we're juggernauts at home, but at least we'll be home. And the teams are beatable. We nine games, we go seven and two, six and three. That changes our record completely. So hopefully we can get it done. But one thing we need to get done is we need to get out give out some hardware, Tom. Let's do it. And that was a beautiful segue. I'm pretty proud of myself. All right. <laughs> Let's start with pitcher. Who do you have? Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, this is my this is part of my show. I'm going to predict how many we get together. Okay. Two. Ooh, okay. I would said one this time. All right. Let's see. Who do you got for pitcher? For pitcher, I went with JP France. One for one. I also went with JP France. I think he pitched great. Okay. Which one do you think we're going to miss? And we'll do the other one first. Are we going to get the position player, right? I, th- I think we're I think we're going to get that. Uh, the rose. I think we're going to get the rose, uh, right? And we we'll yeah. get the the player. So right. we'll do the rose first. Okay. If you think we're going to get that right, I kind of think we are too. I think we're going to go three for three. Oh, okay. But it all depends on this one. The rose for me. <laughs> we get look. We got a comment on here. I can't believe y'all are about to give a Brayu something. All right. We are. The Coach Rose winner. <laughs> this is the one I don't think we're going to agree on. So I do think it's two. The Magic Man. Oh, we're three for three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He went three yep. and a thirds. I mean, what can yep. you ask for the guy? Yep. The what guy, more can you ask? The the guy pitched out of his mind. Abreu has been due, MZ, MZ. Uh, he has absolutely been due. He's totally worthy of this award today. Uh, it's I mean, the guy hit two homers in three games. Trifecta, and, and had, Tom. And had six RBIs. I don't I don't know what more you can ask from the guy. Oh, I love the trifecta because my position player, there's no way you can't have this guy. Mr. Jose Abreu. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Woo! It's the series only, sir. He did uh he did as as pointed out in the relevant app, he did cost us a series win in Toronto, but he owned it. I think more than anything, it'd be easy for him to say, you know, anything else, but he flat out took it on the chest and said, Hey, I I was bad. I made a mistake. Cost is a game. That game's on me. For me, I that that's points in my book. I think that that's something that 
he could have dodged. He could have dodged reporters. He could have not spoke. There's so many athletes in the game when they make a mistake like that, they won't even make themselves available for comment. He did the other thing. He went, he met it face on and then balled out the next two games. So what did I predict? Did I say two? You said two. Okay. Cause I didn't think you were going to pick magic, man. I didn't think you were going to pick him either. <laughs> I didn't know who to pick, but when I saw the three innings in a third, I was like, well, that's yeah. the, that's the most rose roseish thing you can do. And then he had like four strikeouts. I think he pitched really well. Unless Caesar Salazar came out today and he had a home, like two home runs. Then that that's the only one that could beat that magic yeah. man. Who's magic man. If you listen to the podcast, buddy, that's Astros baseball. You would know magic man is Seth. Martinez. This is a nickname that Rob has created. Yeah. There's nothing to support it at all. And Tom got his autograph and I said, dude, tell him his name is magic man. And he never did. He never did. And, and I believe this came from, he worked out of like two or three jams to like start his career. Like yeah, last year. He, yeah. 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 Like he, when, when he first came onto the scene, the dude was just brought in, in, in situations where it could have got really bad, and he worked out a jam, worked out a jam, and that name just kind of stuck. He went like nine or ten outings to start his career with no runs allowed, so his luck <laughs> ran out, I guess. It did, but his name I, – I mean, that's what we call him. I never call him Seth Martinez. It just sounds weird. All right. I'm not going to upgrade there, Zoom. All right, so let's do Survivor. Before our last picks, I was eight and seven, and Tom was 12 and three. I picked Miami over Kansas City, and they won 9-6. to six. You picked Philadelphia over the Tigers, and they won 8-3. to three. So now you are 13-3, and three and I am 9-7. and seven. And for all the folks that, that, are, that are listening or, or watching on the relevant app, it's not a traditional survivor in the sense that, <laughs> you know, when you're done, when you take a loss, you're, you're done. I think we were going to go through every team or we're going to be able to only pick one team once go through the entire league. And then whatever the record was at the end, crown the winner. So I don't know what you would call that. It's not a typical survivor, but it's survivor esque. Um, yeah. I, guess I don't you know. Just call it. Pick em. Yeah. You just call it a pick them. So that's, that's where we're at. You're three wins uh, away from guaranteeing a winning record. Guaranteeing three losses. Jeez. Make me sick. All right. Who do you got for Monday's game? So Monday was tough. We only got eight games. So a lot of these teams we've already selected. I could not believe the team that I picked. I haven't picked them yet. So I was kind of surprised that they were available to me too. I am taking the Arizona Diamondbacks to beat the Philadelphia Phillies. Wow. With a kid named Henry who's pitching for them. Who's three and one Tommy Henry three and one with a 4.7 or 3.7 ERA. Not a big strikeout guy, but I guess he does just enough to get it done. Tommy Henry and the Arizona Diamondbacks over the Philadelphia Phillies at home. You just picked Philly to win. They survived you. Yep. All right. I, we are in week 17, day 17. And I have yet to pick the best team in baseball. And they're playing the worst team in baseball. My pick is the Tampa Bay Rays over the Oakland Athletics. And just let me throw this out there. If you guys haven't watched that Reggie Jackson documentary on uh, 
I know a lot of people don't have uh, Amazon Prime. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. It's really good. Just want to throw that out there. Well, I could probably say that you're going to win and guarantee it because the pitcher for Oakland is Caprellian, and he's one and six with a seven point two one ERA. <laughs> the Rays are probably going to score eighteen runs tomorrow, and it's not going to be close. With my luck, the A's will play out of their butts. <laughs> All right, now, guys, it is time for Tom's final thoughts. Listen, we, we talked about it today in the Relevant app. There was a lot of uh, disgruntled Astro fans, and rightfully so. The Astros went 2-5 and five over this last uh, road trip, the seven-game road trip, and it's not what you're accustomed to seeing from your Houston Astros. That being said, it was a 17-day straight game thing that they just endured without a day off. They've got injuries up and down this lineup. Pena injured, Jordan injured. Uh, there's guys that that haven't played a, a game yet, haven't had that bat yet. LMJ, Uncle Mike. That being said, this team has played probably probably down a little bit to what we're accustomed to, but I think the schedule gets easier. I think they're getting some home cooking at the right time. You know, they do what they got to do against the Nationals. If they get the sweep you're talking about, if they win the series with the Reds, you go into a series with, I believe, the Mets. The Mets are really, really struggling as well. And, you know, you win that series, everything is, is kind of right in the world. The Mets got to play, got to go and play the Yankees. That's not that's not what you want to do coming coming off of that series. So, I think the Astros are going to be fine. I think there's going to be some moves made at the trade deadline and they just got to get to a point where they can go out and see what's available and make a couple moves and go from there. A lot of this is going to depend on the health of Jordan Alvarez. A lot of this is going to depend on the health of Jeremy Pena. But right now, I'm not willing to go and say they're not going to be back in a couple weeks. Jeremy could be in the lineup tomorrow or Tuesday. So we'll just have to see how it goes. I do have faith in this team that they'll get it right. I do have faith in this team that they can hunt down the the, the Rangers because they play them a ton more. They play them in a couple weeks. I think they'll be fine. All right. If the uh, when the Astros play the Mets and JV pitches, what do you think the reaction will be in Minute Maid Park? I think he's gonna get a huge warm welcome. I really? think they're going to have a huge video board type thing go on. I think he'll get a clap, an ovation, maybe standing. I don't think the fans are going to hate JV for anything. He came here and got them two rings. Fair enough. All right, guys, that's all we have for this episode of Astros Baseball. Recapping Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we got the Washington Nationals. Then we got the Reds this weekend, Father's Day weekend. So happy Father's Day to all you. Tom got his Father's Day present already. And then the Mets, nine games at home. Good time to turn it around. Like Tom said, hopefully all the guys get healthy. Hopefully we get good news about Framber. And uh, if not, we'll see what, the, uh, what kind of magic Dana Brown can do at the deadline. Anyway, that's it. And we will see you next time on Astros Baseball.